everybody. Welcome back. It is Fig and Lock Coast to Coast. I'm Mr. Fig. And I'm Mr. Lock. Hey, everybody. Looking forward to having you guys back. Sorry we missed you last week. We actually did record an episode, but um, uh, it was a little too... Um, it's a little too spicy. political, yeah. A little too, a little too spicy. A little too political. A little too weighted. Um, and uh, you know, I have, I have to uh, watch what I say. So we decided to uh, remove that one, uh, which is sad because it was actually a really good discussion. Uh, but that being said, you know, we'll just call it the lost episode, and maybe someday, well, uh, we can you know, we'll, we'll we could probably look to maybe circle it back on that. Maybe uh, we'll just gotta tighten up. I think it's a good subject. It could be talked about. And I don't think it's gonna be out of the news. Um, so we just gotta, we'll just gotta rehash that. We'll we'll look at it in the future and try to maybe do it again because you have it, it. It hits a chord for you, near and dear, and your household. So um, you know, we just gotta clean it up. I think I think it's still a good subject to talk about. But yeah, we could we could serve it. Yeah, yeah. So I went back and I re-listened to it. I tried to see if there are ways I could edit it to make it a little more, uh, you know, uh, politically neutral. Um, but it just wasn't happening. But that being said, we do have some fun topics. Um, we do. Have, I think we have a fairly engaging topic this week uh, in which we're going to talk a little bit about um, Hollywood's latest bad boy, Mr. or I should say uh, Mr. or Mrs. non-binary, there, however you want to term it, but Ezra Miller. They go by the, they, yeah, they. He's, like yeah, he's, that, yeah. Gender he's gender non-binary. Uh, I, I'll probably refer to him as Mr. Uh, as not Mr. but as Miller throughout the, the, the discussion today. Just because I have a hard time with the theirs and the days. Even reading an article about it, I always get confused just because I'm not accustomed to reading, you know, as when someone's referred to as they and their and them. Um, that's 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 new for me. I'm trying to wrap my I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. Um, so if you haven't been tracking the tracking the latest and greatest. Um, you know, Ezra Miller, I think most people know him as The Flash. Uh, he's been in a variety of small indie films like, um, oh, what is it? Uh, the Wallflower one. I yeah, he was in The Wallflower one. Yeah. He was also in an indie film, The, uh, the Stanford Project. That's Experiment. right. Stanford Experiment. Yep. yep. And, and then he, he has Big Break with uh, Johnny Depp. Yep. And, and Fantastic, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Yep. Yeah, so and, he, uh, he also like you know he's Flash. So yeah, so he's been he's been kind of on, on Warner Brothers' books, if you will. Like a lot of actors, right? They kind of sign with the studio. You know, everyone knows like Paramount is Tom Cruise. Um, so yeah, a lot. Of, so he's one of Warner Brothers. You know, big actors. He's in, you know was is in the Flash. Um, and as you know, the Flash movie is coming out. Uh, what next summer? I believe it is. Uh, we're talking. Two hundred million dollar film uh, that has been produced. It's pretty much completed. I suspect they're probably just cleaning up the um, visual effects at this point. But nothing helps a studio more uh, in selling its movie than when its lead actor is um, assaulting people in Hawaii, uh, when they are uh, manipulating young women. Um, uh, so, uh, what else? Uh, oh. Uh, um, going out on social media and telling Susan Sarandon that she needs to come and you know leave a a tribute at the at his alt at his or her altar. Um, so it's a very bizarre it's a very bizarre series of events related to 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 Miller and um, and and to Warner Brothers. And, and it gives them a it's a it's a problem that they are having to deal with because how do you send like someone like this loose on a press tour 
promoting a two hundred million dollar movie uh, when there is when they clearly have a number of mental issues that they're facing, uh, and um, and uh, you can't really trust that they will, you know, carry themselves uh, um, through the duration of that tour. Uh, with that, I'll kind of turn it over to you, Mr. Locke, what your thoughts are, and if I missed anything in, in the background on this current situation. Well, uh, you referred to him as uh, Hollywood's bad boy. He is a wild child. My man has gone off the deep end. Um, to quote Vanity Fair, um, this was the feedback out on this one. Uh, they said, what's clear is Miller's been endangering not just his career, but people's safety. He's allegedly increases, um, increasingly plain sight in the last two years. Since 2020, the actor has been accused of crimes and abuse things spanned over 6,000 miles in two oceans. He threw a chair at a, woman, at a woman's head, threatened a couple in their bedroom, which is wild, stealing a wallet and passport in Hawaii. On top of the incident in Margarita Village, where he's uh, you probably heard about at a karaoke bar, he pretty much gets in a cursing uh, fight he spits on a person you know police arrest him and all that jazz he choked two strangers in Iceland who does stuff in Iceland he's absolute menace he's on demon time ladies and gentlemen and breaking into neighbor's home in Vermont to steal alcohol which resulted in a felony um, felony charge in Vermont he took a mother their three children and there he has this compound with all these weapons and people said they saw the little baby uh, like pick, pick up a bullet and put it in his mouth you know what I mean as like whatever right just reckless behavior and he is being described he describes himself as Jesus and the devil at the same time which is wild um, because he is this flash character you know people want to go method well he's going method but he's going method with all the wrong ways with this Flash character, because he, because Flash, if you're a nerd like we are, we know that Flash is what is the person that connects the multiverses. He's the guy, right? Well, that's so he feels like I am the Jesus because I am in both multiverses, you know. And it's just the Warner Brothers in a tight spot um, because they're going to have to do a press tour for this film. They can't have just Michael Keaton out here doing. Uh, advertisement for this film because it's not going to work. Ezra Miller in this Flash film plays the good guy and the bad guy. Instead of hiring a different actor to be reverse Flash, they said, Ezra, you're playing both roles, which is wild. So Warner Brothers, they're not even commenting on it because they're just trying to $200 million. They're not trying to screw this up. They already blew $90 million. Please go back to reference our first podcast of the season and you can learn more about that. Um, in August 15, Miller admitted that he is going in the midst of a tense crisis and said that in a statement, I understand that I'm suffering from a complex mental issue and I've begun ongoing treatment. But then they later said that it's actually an intense crisis right now and uh, they're really trying to work his way back to normal C and he's like undergoing therapy, whatever that is. We've seen that before. That might just be window dressing to try to hide it, try to keep him quiet. You know, if anything, it's probably locking him in a room until next summer. It's like you have the movie come out and then send him on his merry way. Because I don't know if he's going to get any other jobs after this. So, so here, I guess here's my question. Given given his, his their behavior uh, over the last few months or half of a year now, really. So here's my question. Here's my question. 
So we're both fathers. Your your stepson is obviously much older than my son, and is probably in a in a, in more probably more in a position to actually see this movie. Obviously, my son is not ready to see this movie yet, or any movie like any superhero movie that rate. Do would do you? Would you let him see this movie, given the fact that a lot of kids can't distinguish between the actor and the character, right? Like, you know, for a lot of like a lot of kids up until a certain point, they're one and the same, right? So, what, like, like, do you as as a as a parent, as someone that you know that is a superhero, kids are going to look up to him. Uh, do you let you know? Do you or should you? We support this film. I would say, um, as a DC fan, I'm going to say yes. Um, as a father, I'll probably say yes as well, because I don't see him seeking out Ezra Miller, um, like, YouTube page. I don't know if he has a YouTube page or anything like that. Um, Ezra Miller, uh, as a person, he is, uh, I don't want to say he's a niche market, but he is a person, as you say, he goes by they and them. Um, he is a uh, uh, he, he's known as a queer icon because um, he's fighting for the rights of the queer community and stuff like that. So it's hard to even stop that if they do look at that. I don't think I have yet to see him say anything ridiculous. There's more dangerous people online. You know, the yeah, uh, uh, what you got the I can't even think of their name right now. Uh, Mr. Sandy Hook himself out there. You got uh, Joe Rogan. You got other people like uh, the one guy that's got banned on all platforms because he's uh, a misogynist like person. You know what I mean? I can't think of his name. Whatever. But you know, little kid, little kids, incel guys are sucking up to these guys. They're looking up to them, following their wild stuff. Ezra Miller, he's small town, small town, small potatoes, trying to be a semi cult leader, and he's blaming. Uh, the COVID um, being stuck in the house because of it. So I, 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 my long short, my long short answer is I would still be there next summer watching this film with him. You know, what I mean, just to see how it looks. But then everything else after that, he would have to really work hard to get me to try to watch anything else he's going to do because I'm going to see Keaton. I, well, yeah, I think most most people are. I, in fact, I think this is the first superhero film where people are going to see everyone but the main superhero. I think everyone wants to see Keaton come back, and we also found out I think that Aquaman is in the film too. So you're not like it's a it's a it's the, all the attention this film continues to get is related to everyone else. Oh, Ben Affleck is also in it too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, everyone's coming to this movie not to see Ezra Miller. They're coming in to see. Affleck and Keaton and Aquaman all on the screen together. Uh, I guess for me, well, I I, I, I kind of hear what you're saying. Like, yeah, right now it's small potatoes. At least it seems fairly harmless to some degree. But keep in mind, like this movie. Let's assume this movie makes all the money that it, you know people are projecting it's going to make, right? So maybe it hits a billion, right? Worldwide box okay. office over yeah. time. He gets a share of that, right? So that's more money in his pocket. That's more money he can more money he can use to do lots of weird shit with, like buy more guns, expand the ranch, bring more like 
bring more people. And, you know, depending where you sit, like reading the Vanity Fair article, for example. Now, Grant, I'll admit, I've not read a ton of articles. I mean, I've read various articles about what he's been doing on places like Associated Press and NPR. But as far – but, I mean, like, like you know, it, it's weird. Like, there are – the victims, if you – for lack of a better term, some of them really believe that he's got their best interest at heart. Correct. There are other people who like, – like the victim's parents, for example – or the uh, uh, I think it was an ex-husband in one case, like who would argue the exact exact opposite, right? And of course, you know, the, you said like he is an advocate for LGBTQ and and a, an advocacy against you know uh, uh, bigotry and transphobia and all those things. However, like you know, there there's there's a fine line between uh, between I guess um, being a vanguard and being uh, detrimental to a cause, and at what point does him having a ton of resources at his disposal, given the Im- immense amount of wealth that comes his way, if this movie is as big as I think it's going to be, how detrimental does he potentially become? How self-destructive, and in his own self-destructiveness, does he begin to destroy others as part of that? I, I think you're changing the question a little bit because you said how it would affect me and my family. If he's going to be self-destructive on his own, that's his business. There's lots of rich people out there that are self-destructive on their own. There's just lots. So I can't worry too much about that. I'm pretty sure that um, the people, the Harry Potter people, are not going to work with them anymore. Um, DC's stuck with them right now because I don't think they're working with them. They're just like, we have to just keep him contained until the movie comes out and then they're going to release him along his way. They'll find a way to recast them on the in the back end somewhere later in the future, and we'll see that news will be all fine and dandy. Um, it's just they're just stuck, you know. Ezra Miller, he's going to do what he's going to do, and uh, hopefully the publicity we're seeing about him seeking help and some of that is going to help him because we've seen many actors rise uh, and fall um, through to things that maybe that's things they've done um especially with the hashtag me too, me too movement it came out a couple of years ago a lot of people were just going down left and right um to even personal choices they made and they're they're still rich people even though they're not you don't know them we don't see them anymore they're still very much rich they made a lot of money but you know they're not affecting us on a day-to-day basis so ezra miller i mean he's gonna do he's gonna have his compound in vermont he's gonna still have money to travel the world because people are gonna be very turned off by him he's turning people off so especially with him running that kind of a small potatoes cult yeah the parents of those people and the victims quote unquote of him they're it's cultish they're not gonna say he's a bad person until they wake up and then they're gonna be like oh oh my gosh we could there's so many cults out there which is a great idea for another episode so i wrote that down so we, we might pull that we might swing that around in the future but at the same time you got to look at it like they're not going to talk trash about him now, but I think uh, the leading the leading indicator right now is that he's struggling. He's getting bad PR and everything else. The lagging indicator that we're going to see later in the future is from two years from now we're going to be like Ezra Miller. Oh yeah, I remember him. He was a Flash that one movie in Flash that was filmed three years ago, and we ain't heard it from him since. He's probably doing some weird indie films just to have him in the film, and then no one's going to watch. Well, I think. So you mentioned that you know we've, there have been other actors who have crashed and burned. Some have risen like a phoenix back up to the ashes, right? Like we talk about, you know, some to name a few examples. Obviously, like Mel Gibson, right, goes on a racist tirade, 
um, kind of gets blackballed for for a little while, and then slowly via like small B level B level films and some independent films, he kind of like he he regains some level of notoriety. Uh, you know, the latest thing I read is that you know they are still moving forward with Lethal Weapon Five. That's going to happen. Really? There's some setbacks due to COVID. Um, he's done some other things in the meantime that, you know, small movies, that, I mean, you know, they've actually been pretty good. I've seen a couple. You know, well, he was in Expendables 3. He was in Expendables 3. He did Get, um, get the Gringo. Uh, which yeah, that was actually good. That's a good movie. So he's done, but they're all small. Enough, nothing, 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 no made, there weren't major theatrical releases, but they're Hacksaw all... Ridge, though. Was he that in Hacksaw Ridge? Yeah. He, I think he directed it. Okay. But the, oh, yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I guess my, my point is, like, he's done small projects kind of, you know, to, to kind of get himself back up in the, in the public eye. And also there's been enough, I think there's been enough time between the tirade and where we're at now where most people it's, it's in the past, right? Um, Robert Downey Jr. As a, as a youth, extremely self-destructive, like addicted to drugs and alcohol, you know, showed up late to rehearsals, like extremely self-destructive behavior, you know, went to jail for a short term for a short time. Again, got found rehab, and he became Iron Man. And he re like, he basically completely reimag or reimagined himself, and and became one of the most popular MCU characters in you know in modern times. So, and something he needs to be he needs to be drug tested now because he decided not to be Tony Stark anymore, and then then did Doctor Doolittle right after. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's how you followed up. Choices are choices, right? You can't. People make mistakes, but, but, but I mean, I guess my point. All of this is though a lot. Like in all these instances, at least not all of them. I'm sure there. Are, I'm sure you can find exceptions. To everything, like these, were, truly were self-destructive behaviors, right? Like, uh, at least to our knowledge, or at least no one was actually like getting physically or mentally hurt from it. Now, and with the reports we were hearing on on the Ezra Miller stuff, like. Supporting supporting this movie and supporting him, I mean, regardless of how you look at it, he is he is he is top billing on this on this movie. He is the main actor. He is the star. In supporting that, you could be potentially you could be potentially potentially supporting a sexual predator, depending on like what part depending on some of the reporting you're talking about, right? Like. There is, I mean, the Vanny Fair article gets into a pretty. Is, is, I thought the Vanny yeah. Fair was actually pretty fair and balanced. Very fair. Um, but it talks about he's using he's using his his notoriety, especially amongst transgender individuals, as a means of manipulation. Um, he also has a situation where he went and did like a Indian like a Indian family whatever, and he pretty much was like uh, grooming this twelve year old boy. Right. Exactly. Um, like you know, he's, it is, it, he has like I am like I said, he is no saint. So I guess <laughs> he no, is no, no, I, 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 I get it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine, right? Like, look, I, I'm a Michael Jackson fan. I'll admit it. I like his music. I think as, to me, he's still the king of pop. But that's to be that. That being said, if people knew that with the immense amount of money he was going to make off of Thriller and Bad, he was going to build Neverland Ranch, which could potentially become a place where he was going to molest children. Would we then be buying all those albums, and would he be? Would we? Would we? Would we have enabled him to be, like, as, as wealthy and as powerful as he became? Right. So here's yeah. a situation where you do have indications of self-destructive hate behavior, right? And, and he could say all day, like, I'm gonna go get help, whatever. But, like, he said, like, two weeks ago, he apologized, said I was gonna get help, and three weeks later, he's like yelling on the internet that, like, 
you know, about Susan Sarandon and like, uh, and saying that like he's the, the vic- he's the victims of Nazi transphobia and all this other stuff. Like, so I guess my, my point is like, there are clear indications that this man is unwell and not just in a self de- de- self-destructive way, but a potentially outwardly an outward way that could harm others. And you're about to go see a movie and put a ton of money in his pocket. So I guess, I guess my question is like, should I mean really from a morale from a standpoint of morality and ethics, should we see this movie? I mean, yes, the fanboy and all of us want to see Michael Keaton on the screen, but can you separate the moral and ethical obligation we have as good citizens and still go see and see this movie? That's kind of where I that's where I guess where I, I'm 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 curious about. I, I feel that, and I, I think what I'm kind of wondering is maybe I don't know Hollywood that well. Because actors, they got they get paid for the role as they're doing. So I'm thinking Ezra got paid already. Yeah, he gets paid because after it's been out, he's he gets he gets he gets some residual checks. Like every actor, like the Charlie Sheens, the Bill Cosby's, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey's making residual checks somewhere. You know, I mean, Roseanne's probably as well. You know, I mean, like, and they're all terrible people. I like Kevin Spacey. I'm sure he's gotten gotten paid some pay up front. But I can almost guarantee yeah. you that the majority that, that there is a portion of that contract that ensures that he gets per- X percentage of the box office. So yeah, he's mm. probably gotten paid for his work, no doubt. But I guarantee you, like look at for example the Scarlett Johansson debacle, right? Yeah. Like she had a contract with Disney that said I'm going to get X amount of money based on the box office, and they played her, and they played her because they, I mean, granted they paid her, they bought her, they they bought that part of the contract, but then. Like she wasn't getting anything for the Disney subscriptions. None, that, and it came so, out at the same time. Yeah, so I mean that's the thing, right? Like, so I guarantee as a part of his contract that ensures that he gets a large sum of money based on the box office, which I'm sure the box office projections on this are going to be are huge, and his agent's not dumb. So uh, again, it gets to like if I'm if I'm Warner Brothers, this is my opinion. Like I'm Warner Brothers. Now, granted, you can argue all day whether or not the studio has an obligation. To protect people from this individual, like that's like it's like Facebook and like does Facebook have an obligation to project, you know, to protect us from hate speech, whatever. But my point is, if I'm Warner Brothers, I want to be as clean on this as possible. I recast it, I reshoot all those scenes, and I digitally put him into those scenes. Like I may, I know it it may not look great, but it keeps the whole thing clean, and you got you got some time to make that happen. I know he's in every scene probably. That's a very difficult that's a lot that's a difficult weight to do, but I'm telling you, if you want to keep it clean and ensure that this guy can't turn around and do more damage with the immense amount of wealth he's gonna have coming his way, that's that's my opinion. You recast that thing and you go ahead and you redo all of it. Alright, so you're thinking so how you're looking at it is if you're thinking that Warner Bros. is an actual person has a moral compass. Warner Bros. is a business and they understand that it the juice is not in this situation not worth the squeeze. Right, but they okay, have seen it before. They well, have seen on. recasting and redoing and how much how expensive it is and how it did not play. I'm out. Telling you, but look at look at right now, right? Okay, Warner Brothers has been trying to compete with Disney and Marvel for the last decade. They've been trying to do their best to make sure that they can get butts and seats and and continue to do well with this DC property, all DC properties, right? Now let's do a quick compare and contrast. Not the movies and the quality of the movies themselves. Let's look at the actors involved. Okay, Marvel. You've got Chris Evans, Chris Pine, and Chris Pratt, all who have shown publicly 
that they are as good as they are as just as good as people on the outside as they are in the characters they portray. Chris Pratt's kind of sus, but continue. No, hold on. Just because you may not agree with how agree with his conservative his conservativeness and how he and how he treats how he treats his ex wife and his other child. Okay, but even still. He's still going out there and he's doing he's you know he's uh, visiting hospitals and he's doing charity work and all the and they're they're not doing this because like someone hold a gun to their head like these these are that's these, PR that's all it is that no dude Robert Downey Jr. buying a kid a Iron Man suit because he was getting picked on you could say it's PR all day oh no no Robert Downey Jr. is different I didn't say anything about he's he's a but, he's a national treasure he just needs to be checked for drugs because he chose a terrible role he ain't done nothing since. But the point I'm getting at, though, is that the actors on the Marvel side of the fence, whether you can, you can argue it's PR all day, they genuinely seem to care about the, the fans and the people that they know that they're going to have that they know they have an impact on because they know that, hey, when I put on that suit, regardless of the fact that it is just a role I am playing, kids are going to see it and they're going to emulate this. And I like it's it's like any in any any pop culture character you play, you cannot separate yourself from that character. It just can't be done because it's too big. Like it's like, so, you know, that's why I say like, when Ezra Miller's The Flash, like right now, like people. That's why I feel like Grant Gustin got screwed because Grant Gustin has The Flash on CW. He's a good person on the outside, just as he is the same on the show. They should have just stuck with Grant, but instead they decided to, to divide the TV and the movies. So now you've you've got this new character who's obviously self-destructive in a variety of different ways. Also, he's harming others on top of it, and he's about to be the face of this character going forward. I mean, yeah, you can recast it in the future, but the the point is, at least for the next year, year and a half, while this movie is all over the box, all over the world, making all kinds of money, Ezra Miller is the Flash. And when kids see it, regardless of whether or not they know all the history about him on the outside, he is the Flash. When kids see him in public, that's the Flash. So it doesn't matter if they know about what his LGBTQ work is. It doesn't matter if they know about these cult, uh, alleged cults. He is the Flash. So it's, it's like Robert Downey Jr. When Robert Downey Jr. goes out in public, when kids see him, he's Iron Man. When Chris Pine goes out in public, when people see him, he's Captain America. That's what I'm saying. Like If I'm Warner Brothers, Evans. If, I, if I'm Warner Brothers, do I really want... Do I really want to have that? Like, you, I know you said it, it's not a person, it's a business. But let me tell you something. Like, how people react to your movie and the people who are in your movie get, is, determines whether or not you get investors. So, and you make more money. So, you know, the way I see it, if I'm Warner Brothers, I want to keep this clean and keep making good movies and make money, I recast that role. That's just on, on my point on that. You just, I, I'm just, you can't. And, and I hear what you're saying. And, and you're saying you you bring up a good valid point, and if this movie was thirty percent, forty percent, fifty percent filmed, I see that. But this film is damn near science sealed delivered. They're like you said, doing touch ups, making it perfect. Warner Brothers, we if you go back to one of our earlier podcasts, we talked about HBO Max, and they are they are losing money. Batgirl is gone forever because they lost money and they have to destroy this thing to use it as a tax write-off to get their money back. Some coop, some money. I'll give you Exhibit A. Army Hammer. All right. Yeah, I got that. Army, By the way, there's Army a Hammer coming out about this. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> right. So Army Hammer to me is a Army Hammer to me is a good actor. And he was a guy that was almost chosen for a Superman. Almost for, for, for Batman. 
And so Warner Brothers, they're okay with him. And all of a sudden, when all this stuff started coming out, he did a film with Gal Gadot called Murder on the Nile. With yeah, a I know. bunch I of it. actors on it. Yeah. Right. But but if you saw like the the commercial for it and for the trailer for it, you see him in flashes, but they don't mention him at all because they can't recast him because he's the husband. The film's already been done already. They can't go back. You but know he what I mean? Wasn't so like, also, have, I don't know if you've seen the movie. He's not the I principal. Seen the movie. He's not the principal. Like, he's not the principal actor. Like yes, he's part but of. But he's still ensemble. in it. He's he's in it and he's part of an ensemble cast, but he only he doesn't have that much screen time. Like it's he, not like it's it's not like he was playing the Kenneth Branagh role. He's not you know the detective himself. Like he's in I mean, he's in the movie obviously, but he's not. He doesn't get a ton of screen time. Like Gal Gadot gets more screen time. Like there are other characters who get way more screen time than he does. So and they yeah, probably they probably edited it out. They probably but, went in there you, and edited it up. Right, but I'll give but you like, a, they example. Just can't. a better example is I can't remember the name of the movie, but the movie had Kevin Spacey in it. And oh it was, yeah, that um, was um. And they they removed him and they recast Christopher Plummer. And they brought it, and Christopher Plummer played the role, you know, and 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 the movie did very well. And he, my understanding, he well. was in that movie a lot. So I'm just saying, and let's think about this: how much this movie is likely going to be CGI, right? It's going to be a CGI character running around on screen, you know, in a mask. So there's only a handful of shots, I guarantee you, where Everson Miller is either out of costume or in costume and talking to others on screen. The way I see it, you like for all those scenes that he's in the costume talking. Again, it's just take get that Photoshop, cut him out, put a new actor in, and let it go. I'm telling you, like and I, there, there are there are good actors out there who can who can make this happen. I mean, yeah, it's costly, but think about it. they're gonna make a ton of money anyway. So you said to yourself, gonna you're, gonna, you're gonna go and see Batman, two Batmans, and Aquaman, right? Like this thing's gonna asses are gonna come in, are gonna be in seats for this film, so you're gonna make the money back. So you might as well like cut ties with this person, and like even if the movie even if the result of your changing it up makes the movie mediocre you're still gonna make a ton of money so just will they yes oh my god you just say yourself you're going to see keaton our entire but wait a minute i understand i'm there i'm going there to see we are the same people want to see keaton (laughs) we are the same people that saw the original suicide squad in the movie theater what's your point that movie was and that movie sucks it sucked but we you still went and saw it. We spent money on it. Right, we but spent money on it, is, but we talked shit know, about right? it. We talked shit about it forever. But you, know you still what I mean? saw and DC, it. You still paid we, money for yeah, it. Yeah, we saw it, but we talked shit about it forever. Okay. And it put them behind. DC is trying to get back, and this is their movie to reset it. So, I, I look, look, look. I understand. So we money you don't want see. Ezra to be there. <laughs> But we spent money to see it because we didn't know it was going to be garbage. But if you're telling me right now they're going to cut Ezra Miller out and they're going to, like, green screen some other dude, um, the, let's say the CW Flash in his place, I'm going to be like, what? It's, it's going to be weird. You're going to be looking for it. It's just like when we found out on uh, Justice League, the original piece of crap, that, we, that they took out Homeboy's, like, mustache. Whatever, and then you saw it. The first thing you saw in the film, and it made you just like, oh my god, this is what I'm about to see the rest of the film, these bad graphics. But luckily, no, because the scenes that were great, the ones that actually Snyder actually did, and the scenes that didn't look good was the one that we didn't do. Okay, but you hold on, I mean? so, hold on. But as, but, all right, but don't you think the public is smart enough to go, okay, yes, this movie did not look great because they had, they changed out the flash, but we know why they did it. Like, think about it. Like, you're an audience member. You're watching this movie, and you go, okay, yeah, it doesn't look great because 
the because there were scenes where they replaced the Flash, but I get it. Like I like I understand. Like it was either they support this person who's doing these bad things and they keep them in. Yeah, the quality's probably better, but at the same time, it's like, but you know what? I would I think I prefer, especially as a parent, I think I prefer that they took out this dude who has question who's you know questionable morals and ethical standards, and they put in someone else. And you know, yeah, it doesn't look great, but at the same time, I respect Warner Brothers for doing the right thing. I think it's one thing to say like, yeah, they removed a mustache; it looks stupid. Or yeah, they did, you know, they, you know, did this other thing, you know, like for example, Thor. They they upgraded the CGI for one of the things when in, on the on the digital release. Like, yeah, we're gonna pick on that all day. Or She-Hulk doesn't look great because of a variety of reasons. Like people are gonna are gonna troll no matter what, but. The audience writ large, like everyone's gonna go see this movie regardless. Like, I, I there's gonna, butts are gonna show up and sh- show up to see this movie. But as an audience member, and I see like, okay, yeah, Flash don't look great, but you know what? They did the right thing. I, I'm gonna give them a pass on that. Like, I'll give them a pass on that. I mean, if the movie sucks because of plot or because of other things, you know, I'm gonna clown on that all day. But I'm not gonna clown on it because they, hey, we moved the Flash out, so there are scenes that just don't look great. And, and and if I'm Warner Brothers, I'll be upfront, I'll be upfront about it. I'll be like, hey, you know what? When you see this movie, you're gonna see some scenes that don't look great. But we had to cut out Ezra Miller, so I'm, we apologize. But it was we felt it was the right thing to do. So with that, please, you know, you know, you know, just understand that there are some scenes that are not gonna look good. I would be, I'll be on Twitter like all day, like this ain't gonna look great. But here's why we did it. I would go. My man, you PR. are assuming that Warner Brothers is a person with a good moral compass. They are the same company. <clears throat> they are the same company that are literally taking program program off their their streaming service without telling the people that own that stuff. So they're not making any more money without them knowing. You know what I mean? I think the only way Ezra Miller gets taken off this film and happen the way you're talking about, he has to get convicted. Because right now we're speaking of stuff that he done. No, he doesn't. But he does not it, need but, to get convicted. Public I'm opinion, just saying. We're ta- this is we're not talking about sending him to jail. We're but talking it's not about big enough. public. We're talking about public opinion, and I'm telling you right now, Warner Brothers. Is public opinion not big enough. It's not big enough affecting know, people. Public enough. opinion yeah. about criminal acts is pretty can be pretty big. If Netflix drops a a a, a, a freaking documentary to Newcomb or something, or maybe like that, but the, the me and you were talking about it off a of Vanity Affair like uh, article, and there's other articles from other places that wrote as well. Uh, Rolling Stones wrote one a pretty good one as well, but again, publicly it's not TMZ is not there because he's doing stuff in really obscure places, so he's not like in your face. It's not like Lindsay Lohan or like you said Charlie Sheen earlier or you know stuff like that. People like that. It's not in their face like that Kevin Spacey situation. Um, you know, it's not guess, a drunk driver situation I like mean, that. So it needs, it needs more publicity. It's not. I guess it man, more publicity than it would. I just, I don't know, man. Like as much as I want to see Michael Keaton on the big screen again, as much as I want to see bat, like Ben Affleck don the cape and cowl one more time, like I have you straight up, man. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to see this movie, man. I can't support, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not normally one of those people that's like, oh, I'm not going to put money in his pocket, but this is really, this whole situation is really bizarre, man. And I think, and I look back on other 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 celebrities that had questionable, like you know, questionable you know behavior outside of the like, like Harvey Weinstein. If people knew up front that Harvey Weinstein was as bad as he was, do you think people would be going to Harvey Weinstein movies? Probably not. Like if you know, again, I, I, again, 
Michael Jackson's king of pop. I still love his music, but at the end of the day, like if people knew that he was like built, it was gonna take all that money and build a giant ranch that attracted a ton of kids, that he might predate on. Like you know, again, it's like, do would you put your money? Would you put your money behind that? Like right now, we're but that's big, tough because right you're like you're red, saying that enough red flags to go. I mean, do, do does it have does it have to take take five years for us to look back on it and go, man, you know what? That kid might not be all screwed up today because if we didn't put all that money in the Miller's pocket so he can go mess with somebody. I'm just saying, like, sadly, that's the way the world is. That's how it is. Because like back then and back then in the '90s when we were children and the people were coming out saying Michael Jackson was touching my child, we were still with Michael Jackson. And then early 2000s, I was still with Michael Jackson. You know, what I mean, even when you slide to R. Kelly. R. Kelly, oh, he's married to Aaliyah. And I remember I was in, I was a freshman in high school, and I'm like, Aaliyah's my age. How is he married to this grown man? And I didn't really understand that, but I was still listening to R. Kelly. And I was still listening to R. Kelly all the way into the mid-2000s until it was like, it was a wave of stuff. And I was like, all right, I gotta bail, right. I gotta like, even, bail off. As Dee Zanzari talks about it in his specials, like, the fact that he, like, he, he did two previous specials where he was, like, a big fan of R. Kelly, and then... It, after all this stuff came out about R. Kelly, like it impacted him because people knew that he was out there, like, you know, promoting R. Kelly and his specials. And he's like, yeah, I got to walk back from that. Like, I, ha- I have to face up to it. So I guess that's my question. Like, yeah, we as kids, we were still doing it because we weren't I don't think we, we weren't necessarily old enough to really understand the impact, like to understand, like how we were passively supporting this thing. Right. So but we are old enough now, like we're we're smart enough to know that. Like, we're about to enable somebody with a massive amount of wealth that has a, that is acting questionably outside of work. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I as much as I really want to see like these characters on the screen together, I'm also wondering, like, how why, like do I really want to support this thing? Like, do, I mean, and it, it, it really didn't dawn on me until we started getting more and more in this conversation. I didn't think we were honestly, folks. I'll be when we started talking about this subject, I was like. I don't know how I'm going to make this relatable to the audience at large, but now I get it. Like, do we as like, should we as responsible parents? And now, by the way, I'm not one of those moms who's like, you know, you know, it wants to take explicit, like wants to remove explicit language from music or any of that kind of crap. But at the same time, now I realize like, if I see this movie, I am putting money in the pocket of somebody who's potentially very dangerous. So I guess that's where I'm getting at. Like if I knew Mark R. Kelly was really as dangerous as he was, I probably wouldn't have bought a CD when I was a kid. And if someone, and it's, well, let me take the back. If somebody actually sat down with me and made me understand why this is so dangerous, I probably wouldn't have supported R. Kelly. And I guess that's my point. Like, we have an opportunity now to make people understand, like, this is potentially dangerous behavior. Do we want to support it? You know, that's just kind of where I'm at on it. And I feel that. And, you know, I mean, in your opinion, is just, you know, I mean, um, me, my, like I said, I'm standing on the side that, uh, next summer, um, I plan on being there with my stepson and uh, my wife, and we're going to plan on uh, seeing this film, um, supporting DC, because this movie has to happen before we could turn the page on the actors of the past and go into the future, because apparently they're not doing anything with, I mean, we might get an Aquaman, we have, we do have, was it uh, Black, what was it, Black, the, the Rock, he has a movie coming out in October. Oh, yeah, um, Black Adam. There you go, Black Adam. I'm drawing such a blank tonight. Black Adam, because I'm interested to see what they're going to do with that, because that's still a weird Snyderverse slash, I don't know. But, you know, this movie has to happen so they could uncast him so that he could be cast off. 
And I don't think I think the uh, I don't think the purse that he's going to get from this film is going to be a large purse. It's going to make him like, oh, he's this You're god crazy. of like people. I don't believe yeah. that. Because um, I, I do con- believe. I'm look it up. I'm gonna see if they have the con. I'm somewhere on the internet. There's gotta be a con. There's gotta have to talk about the contract on this. Look, look, give me a second. Hold on. I'm just. I I don't think it's like that. I mean, because I think actors. Because I mean, we've seen other actors have bigger films, like have big films too, and they're not like. Because actors get paid for their role, and they do make stuff small money, like of residuals like that, and it depends on how their contract is. Because I mean, if you're saying that, like. Yeah, yeah, some actors that just make who knows how much money. Think about like Denzel Washington's films. How how much people go out and see those films? Even like the Marvel series, Chris Evans. You just said Robert Downey Jr. People watch Iron Man all the time. You know what I mean? Jack Black. You talk about the films he's been in, Kung Fu Panda. If if he was making films every time it was shown or something, like that, he, who knows how much money he would have? I don't think it plays by the same way as like a sitcom actor a sitcom actor they get paid on how much their show gets played in syndication actors when it comes to movies they get that paycheck and it's like bam that's why like oh so and so um i remember when Brokeback mountain came out the the two main actors in that film got paid like 40 million dollars you know they said they got 40 million dollars for the role you know what i mean and it's like all right for 40 million dollars would you do this you know that was the joke back then, so um, you know it, it, I just so, think that's so this comes from so this is coming from this source is uh, Showbiz Cheat Sheet, and it's talking about right here um, talking about the money he stands to make. So as for the films, the richest notes Miller reportedly earned about one hundred seven thousand annually for their films. This is from the previous stuff. In 2016, most of their, and when I say their, we're talking about Ezra Miller, obviously, most of their on-screen appearances were as The Flash. In 2017, they only had one appearance, and the same goes for 2021. Our estimates suggest they made about $820,000 to $1 million total playing The Flash in just their TV and movie appearances from 2016 to 2022. If Miller plays The Flash in the upcoming film, The Flash... This could be their biggest payout for the character yet, as the film will center on their character. The film is currently in post-production and set for 2023 release. But it doesn't mention what he stands to make. Um, Correct. So he's not going to oh, make... No, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. He's not so, making uh, nine figures. I don't know, man. He's not going to become, like, some ultra-millionaire. He probably, like, if he's making a million, which is fair, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm part of Justice League. Please, can I get at least a million dollars? To like eight hundred to a million dollars, I mean, you gotta pay Ben Affleck money. You know, I mean, you gotta you gotta pay other people out. You know, well. So I understand why. But Ezra Miller, I can see him getting paid ten, maybe fifteen million for this film. Just flat. Know. You know, but I, like I said, I think it's just different. Like Hollywood contracts when you're in movies are different than when you're in sitcoms. Sitcom is a lot different because then Will Smith has been making that that Fresh Prince of Bel Air money forever. You know what I mean? And then you got the movie money, and that's a whole other big league because it's just big checks. Like, bam, bam, bam. So they're just making that money. That's why, like, these roles that take several years to get in that, I would be interested to see how much, like, um, how much, like, um, how much does Henry Cavill get paid to be, like, um, The Witcher? You know? He has a, there's a whole thing with that. I think he just—he supposedly looked to be almost being Doctor Doom in the next Fantastic Four, which is wild to me. Um, yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, I saw that too. 
And I was like, man, I hope that happens. Because it, actually, I'll tell you right now, if that happens, that means that the Secret Wars or the the Secret Wars movie that's coming out is going to be, like, no kidding, it's going to be amazing. Because that means they're going to, they definitely are going to zero in on the Doctor Doom being the center villain for that that movie. And that's going to be awesome. That's Because why would you pay top billing for an actor like that to play Doctor Doom if you're not going to do anything with him? So that's going to be... We've seen Stranger Things. <laughs> We've uh, seen Stranger Things happen. Anyway, it's interesting. Yeah, the internet. The internet is quiet on what he'll look to actually make of the Flash, which means that the contract is probably pretty quiet. But either way, I I don't know, man. Like, I, I find myself in a bit of a quandary. I I really want to see the movie, but at the same time, I don't want to support Ezra Miller. So I think I'm gonna sit this one out uh, until it comes up on until it shows up on HBO Max. And then also though, and I respect to fair, that. I, to be fair though, I wasn't necessarily dying to see the Flash anyways outside of the Batman stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and actually there's a lot, the DC projects coming out. Like I'm not super excited about black Adam. I mean, it looks kind of cool, but again, I feel like that's another one I can wait to come out on HBO max. Um, uh, black Adam's interesting because it, black Adam is the bad guy of Shazam and they're already filming Shazam. They have the second Shazam movie almost yeah. done. So black Adam and Shazam will face each other and, Rock has always said that if I'm doing Black Adam, he said back in 2015, if I do Black Adam, Henry Cavill is Superman. Yeah, I know. That's they what want, he, he's always he, said. Yeah, it. he wants to get a Black Adam versus Superman thing going, but we'll see where that goes. And that could very much happen then, because if you're talking Black Adam, you got the the new Shazam movie with the Shazam family, and then you got Black Adam, who's supposed to be this anti-hero. I think they're in the... I think. It's we. I think they're. I think DC's pulling the wool over our eyes by saying they're kind of in the trailer making Black Adam almost seem like a superhero. But then when you watch the movie, he's the bad guy, and he's just like because he's the Rock. He can't just play second billing. He has to be top billing, and he's the bad guy of the film. And then somewhere at the end, he's going to somehow win or something like that. He's gonna go to. He's gonna go to our dimension because he's not in our world. Okay. I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, in my idea, uh, I think that's how it would go. But, you know, I've talked before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. If there's something else going on and I, and I can get the time off, I might go see them. I'll, maybe I'll go see that movie in theaters. But at the same time, again, that's when I can, I can wait to come out on HBO Max. I'm trying to think of other DC projects that are coming out that I'm that I'm super excited for. I can't really think of any right now. The new Aquaman movie. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. I haven't even seen a trailer. There hasn't even been a trailer for that yet. Let's talk about another movie. Yeah, there has. Warner Brothers can't win, man, because all of their actors are controversial. Freaking, you had the, you had the Amber Heard situation with, uh, you know, so you know that's kind of tainted Aquaman. Well, she could be recast. She yeah, could, she could be recasted. Though. Yeah, she's been recast. A supporting cast member, no big deal. But you know, there's that piece of it, like, but. I don't know. I I'm not I, I'm not. There's not a ton of stuff coming out that I'm super excited for inside DC, which is a shame because I really like I do like DC. I don't want to make it sound like I'm a DC hater. I'm not. Um, it just when it comes to the movies, I, I guess I have such a bad taste in my mouth from it that it keeps me. It's it's it may, it keep me from being excited. You know, this Flash movie this is, needs to you, come out so they can reset it. And this is nothing that's actually really bothering me right now too. I don't know if you read this. I think I saw. I don't know how true this is. I saw this on on facebook it was a tweet or something someone had retweeted or whatever but someone said again i haven't done any background on this so this may not be true um but i saw something that indicated that maybe 
um, Jack, uh, was it Snyder was going to be directing um, Avenger, uh, Avengers Secret Wars, which uh, <laughs> God help us, dude. I I'm I, I like my Marvels the movies the way they are. I don't need yellow or blue filters on all of on my on the Marvel movies. I don't need slow mo action. I mean, yeah, it'll look beautiful, but I don't want to sacrifice the beautiness of the film for story and plot. And that's the way Zack Snyder seems to be trending right now. Uh, so, like, let Zack Snyder do Zack Snyder projects. Let him do, like, you know, the zombie movie with the heist. Like, that was a good... I enjoyed that. Let him do his 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 version of Star Wars, which he's doing. It's going to be coming out, I think, on Netflix or whatever. Let him... Let Zack Snyder do Zack Snyder don't let him please don't let him take a marvel property please 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 don't let him take a marvel property i mean i shouldn't be that mean because i like man of steel i just don't like everything else <laughs> so don't please don't give Zack snyder a marvel movie please 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 marvel please don't do that i, I think it'd be personally i'm a Zack snyder fan unlike him but yeah Zack snyder and marvel isn't a bad isn't a good mix uh Zack snyder's a little more gritty um his film's a little more gritty they're very beautiful um, he's like the the comic book Quentin Tarantino. He likes looking at like valleys and looking at the sunset and looking over the waters and a lot of all, a lot of these big shots and stuff like that. He's big on stuff like that, like Quentin Tarantino is. It just won't. It, it, Marvel films are like an hour and a half to two hours. You know what I mean? Zack Snyder does not do anything less than three. And if it's less than three hours, it's not good. It's just not good. You know what I mean? Because it, 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 it's like you need – every character needs to be fleshed out. Everything needs to be everything, whatever. I still say that Man of Steel is probably one of the best superhero films I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? I would I, – I don't like Superman like that, but watching Man of Steel, I could watch Man of Steel. Like I love it's Man of Steel. It's just a great film. I, 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 I love that movie. Like I, I really – I mean that movie made me excited about the DC Universe. I mean because Nolan Batman films are not DC films. Like that, 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 that's a different thing altogether. But like seeing Man of Steel, I was and they said that Zach was gonna you know was gonna be the you know, kind of be you know pulling the puppet strings on the DC universe. I was like, yeah, I'm all about that. That movie was awesome. And then we saw Batman v Superman, and then we saw Justice League, and even even his Zack Snyder's version of Justice League, it looks cool. But that's not his though. That's not his. Justice I'm, not, I'm not talking about the I'm not talking about the Whedon cut. I'm talking about the four hour version we saw on HBO. Okay. Like even after four hours of of the HBO cut. I don't see where any of it added anything to that movie. I mean, it looks cool, but I was like, Say okay. what? I honestly, the, the, what? The four hour version to me, it was like, it's, it's basically the same movie. <laughs> it's just, it just, there's some scenes that are longer and look cooler, but it, you know, I, I didn't think it did I, any, I don't, I, it wasn't a masterpiece. I'll put it that way. Well, it's not a masterpiece, but I mean, at the same time, I don't think any, I won't say any comic book movies are masterpieces, but some are, but if they're rooted in the real world, kind of like the you know the Dark Knight series was, uh, Dark Knight and stuff like that. But that movie, uh, that movie is way superior than the original cut. It made Cyborg uh, actually actual person. He's not just a guy. You know what I mean? The bad guy. I you actually I feel more connected to the bad guy in the film. Hey, he's trying to do right. You actually saw Dark Side. You know I mean the end credit scene set up the ex, extra two movies. But the idea for me is that, well, not my idea, but Zach went too ambitious. You know, his his idea for Justice League films, these three films, 
And these three films would be, you're not making a Lord of Rings, man. You're, <laughs> they don't want another Lord of Rings. And he's literally, these films are going to be long and they're extremely, like, big, big projects. We're going to alternate future and this is that. And it's like, it's too much. Because in this world, unfortunately, fanboys are far in between now. There's a lot of common people, a lot of casual watchers now. You got to make things kind of easy to digest. You can't let things go on too long. And if you do, that's where, if you have to do that, that's where you put it on like Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, HBO Max. And it's a 10 episode type situation, 10 episodes, hour long episodes. So you can flesh it all out. And we're like, okay, I get what your, your dream was. But you can't give me this huge dream in two hours, two and a half hours. It's just, it's too much to digest. People in this world do not keep attention like that. And people, people the the fan people the, make that money. The fanboys will turn out and watch it every time, but you want the casuals to come out and watch it. And if the casuals go out and watch it and they can't understand it, they're not going to spend money on it again. The the best commentary I've heard on that movie comes from Rick and Morty this season when Mort, when Rick says that like uh, 80% of this movie was Batman dreaming. I That was the best commentary on that film I could have ever, <laughs> I could have ever heard. But we can go back and forth all cool. day. <laughs> we, yeah. we can go back and forth on that on this topic all day, but we have, ladies and gentlemen, we have filled up almost an hour of your time, and I appreciate you hanging in with us. I, I'd be curious to know what your thoughts are on this. You know, should we support this film? Should they recast? You know, I'd be curious what your comments are on it. Um, you know, again, we, all this is alleged. I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here saying that he did these things. You know, I think the Vanity Fair article is fairly balanced. And, you know, it, it does talk both sides. But again, if I'm Warner Brothers, this is again, in my opinion. Do I really want the? Do I really want to carry that risk? But either way, thanks for listening to us. Thanks for hanging out with us for you know as long as you have. Um, we'll we'll figure out. Hopefully, we figure out another engaging topic for next week. Uh, but with that, Mr. Mr. Locke, what you got going on this week? Anything exciting? This week, right here, not really. Uh, Going to wait some more football this week. I think tomorrow night you got the Giants and the Cowboys tomorrow night. Um, NFL football there. I think I want to try to get into the FX show, The Patient, um, with, uh, you know, it seems pretty interesting. It has the guy from The Office. I forgot his name. Um, I'm, I'm, I just don't have names tonight. I just don't. I just don't know what's going on, guys. I apologize. Um, that, I'm looking to maybe look into that. Uh, maybe catch up some reality television. I've been actually on a, like a South Park binge watch of late. Uh, watching like season 20 and season 22 and watching all the modern episodes and how they tackle modern events from school shootings to the election to how malls don't exist and Amazon's taking over everything. It's just very, um, it's, it's great cinema. This, this stuff is high quality stuff, man. South Park has been around for 25 years. And I remember going back to high school for Mr. Me and Mr. Fig was in a classroom with each other and I used to take, south park on vhs and one time we uh popped i like our teacher let us watch it and we were all like cool we watched south park at school you remember and then one person we're watching it and then he made a mexican joke and one girl in class like i don't like it teacher like turned off i'm like man <laughs> and look yeah. we survived the episode and then it was it i, I tell you what man the, if, that, if this were if that had happened today like that would have been all over the internet like there's no way that, <laughs> like the fact like 
you know, what's great about when we grew up is that there weren't nobody had cell phones on them, and you couldn't like instantly broadcast something to your social media profile. So like, I remember like the like you know, God bless the teacher who let us watch it because he didn't know what he was getting in for. He didn't know what South Park. Not at was. all. He doesn't. Know but he he laughed. He laughed. He just he just know. Well, again, this is also NJRTC, and he's a salty. Yeah, senior chief. Senior chief. <laughs> listen, he left. Senior chief left. Yeah. He's a, he's a salty. He's no. He's a salty senior. He doesn't really know. He doesn't know what South Park is. He doesn't know what any of it is. And then he pops it in, and all he knows is that these students are really excited about it, and and it sounds like something fun. So he, and it was a Christmas special. You know, this, I think the way we couched it with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was it, it was a and I think it was like the Friday before Christmas break. So he was like, you know, it was like, all right, let's. Pop it in, and uh, man, did you... <laughs> oh my God! The fact that you know the um, the fact that that didn't get out and major you know uh, major trouble ensue is still remarkable to this day. But all right, man. Well, that it was, folks, it was funny. we're gonna go ahead and close out here. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe. Uh, that please let's let us know some comments guys if you guys have any topics i want to talk about but uh, worth to touch on let us know you know there's no subject that we won't touch on maybe we'll have to like the last subject we were thinking about doing that's why we have a podcast last week um uh, but you know we're gonna try to keep pumping those out every week i enjoy doing them with uh mr figs here and i like um talking about stuff with you know i, I find it's a true passion i like doing this so yeah you know i hope um you know we keep it going here and uh keep the the conversation engaging as it was tonight. Tonight was really fun. You know, other than that, um, I hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you guys next week. All right, buddy. Enjoy your week. God bless. Bye-bye.